working our way through the Advent devotional provided for us by our friends at Nebraska RUF. This week's theme, week three, is longing for what should be, which I think comes to us as a very timely theme because um, it has been a bit of a year. Uh, Honestly, you know, it really has been a hard year in so many ways. Um, I don't think we have to recap everything, but we really do live in a world a world, like a global world where we find ourselves still living out the implications of a global pandemic, a deadly disease that is still spreading, maybe even increasingly so, or at least in our country. And this pandemic has totally altered life as we know it, or life as we're used to. It's brought with it not only the threat of ill health, but the reality of struggles with mental and emotional health, loneliness, isolation, depression, fears of all sorts, and that's just the pandemic. Um, We're also living in a year where the realities of deep and systemic racial injustices against people of color in our country have once again been brought to the forefront of the national conversation. As lives have been lost, um, lives have been threatened, we've seen protests, uh, some very peaceful demonstrations like the one here in Clemson this summer, but also deadly uh, protests with riots of all sorts. Okay, that's just two things, two things that we face this year, um, among so many other things. I've heard a lot of people lately uh, say stuff like, I just really am ready for 2020 to be over. You know, I've seen the memes. uh, We're all saying this kind of thing. And honestly, I get a little worried uh, when people talk like that, as if the midnight stroke on New Year's Eve means that all of these hard realities are suddenly just going to go away. And on January 1st, 2021, things will be different. Um, I'm a little worried because I think we'll be pretty disappointed if we think that's actually the case. But with that in mind, um, how can Advent help? Remember, this is a time for us to have a devotional on Advent and what it means for us. Remember, Advent is a celebration of arrival, and specifically the arrival of our true and final King, Jesus Christ. where We celebrate his birth into this world because his birth brings with it the reverse of the curse in which we all find ourselves living in day by day. And it's not just 2020. It's the story of the world since Genesis 3. But we celebrate Advent because we know that Christ's first coming means he will come again to make all things new, to make all things right. And that's exactly where our readings take us this week. I I love the passages that have been picked out for us to pause and reflect on, to pray through throughout this week, and I hope that you'll take advantage of it. So I want to read for you one of the selections of the week, which is Isaiah 42, 1 through 9. Before I do, let me offer you this picture. Um, Many of you know that I love a good musical. I, of course, have not seen a musical uh, on stage or a play at all in a very long time at this point. But I noticed something not too long ago that when I do get to attend a play, and it really doesn't matter if it's like, It can be a big like Broadway type of show or a kid's play. And the same thing happens to me nearly every time at the end. When the last number is over and the actors come out on the stage for that final curtain call, I seem to always get like tears in my eyes. Um, I don't know if that's weird. I don't know if that's normal, but it seems to happen to me every time. Because there's something about the conclusion, right? The conclusion to all the drama, the ups and the downs of the emotional roller coaster that we so often experience when you're watching a good story unfold. And then when it's over, and there's the final bow, and it's just this emotional experience of like relief and gratitude and celebration. 
I also think it's a picture. It's a picture of what's to come. When at the end of this story that we're all living in, the final number ends and Jesus takes his place on the stage of history and we witness the ultimate curtain call, the final conclusion, the great culmination, the closure of history as we know it, where Jesus will indeed make all things right, where there will be no more injustices, no more disease, no more death or mourning of any kind. That's the curtain call that I think all of our hearts are longing for. And that's what this reading is all about and the readings to come this week. And so let me read for you Isaiah chapter 42, verses 1 through 9, and then I'll close with a prayer from the devotional. Behold my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry aloud or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break and a faintly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be discouraged until he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands wait for his law. Thus says God, the Lord who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and I will keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carved idols. Behold, the former things have come to pass. And the new things I now declare before they spring forth, I tell you of them. And here's the closing prayer. God of hope, in Jesus our salvation broke into our world. And his return gives purpose to our living in this broken world. Make us ready for when he comes again with glory and majesty to judge, renew, and cleanse, making everything new. Ready us in hope. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.